0: back to school time typically means that it is time for us to establish or re-establish our classroom routines. So today we're going to kind of do more of like a list style episode where we're going to go over 12 simple classroom routines that you need as a CTE teacher. But we're not going to stop there. We're going to go over some of the questions that you might ask to help formulate or come up with what those routines would look like in your classroom, lab, or shop space. And then we're also going to talk about how and when you will actually teach these procedures. Maintaining or increasing enrollment. Staying on top of ever-changing content. Incorporating best teaching practices these are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about, in addition to applying great teaching principles. So that I don't forget, I wanted to mention that I do have a routines and procedures planner inside of my TPT store that goes in more depth on these 12 routines that we're going to talk about and gives you some prompts and some ways that you can fill that out and really keep yourself scheduled and organized on how you are going to implement these 12 routines. So let's get into those routines. So the first one is entering the classroom. How is that going to look? What do you want students to be doing? What are you doing as a teacher? what does what should your students be working on so these are all things to think about as your students are entering the classroom number 2 moving about during class so this could be when are they able to move about during class do are they waiting until you give instruction things like that what how do you want that to happen can kids just get up and sharpen their pencil or not The next one, number three, is class dismissal. So that is when class is getting over. Are you going to be having a cleanup routine or some other signal to get them ready for the bell about to ring? Or are you just expecting them to continue to work until the bell rings? The fourth one is the use of the hall pass. Our secondary students, our middle school and junior high and high school kids, they love being in the hall pass and being in the hall, using the hall pass, doing who knows what. Well, and unfortunately being an admin, I know some of the things that they were doing, but they like to get out of class and sometimes they actually need to use the restroom or get a drink. And other times they're just being squirrely. So how are you going to decide what that looks like on, um, granting use of a hall pass? Okay. Number five is your tardy What are you going to do for your tardy routine? What happens when a student comes in tardy? What are you going to have them do? Are you going to have them do anything? What are some things that you are going to do to make sure that you record that tardy? Number six, we're gonna talk about absent work. So it kind of goes with tardies, but absent work. What happens when a student misses your class? Where do they find out what they missed? Where are you going to have this? How are you going to have this? But six is absent work seven is turning in assignments. Now when it comes to a lot of these routines, if you keep consistency like within turning assignments and you have a routine that's that's going to be repeatable, that students, it's predictable. That's why this is going to be a routine. You want something that students are going to know and be able to do every single time the same way. So with turning assignments, how do you want that to look every time or the majority of times? Okay, now we are on Number eight, which is getting help during independent or cooperative work time. So while students are working, if they have a question, what do you want them to do? Do you want them to ask their neighbors first? Do you want them to raise raise their hands? What, What exactly are you wanting them to do during that time? Okay, now we're on to number nine. So any substitute or guest teacher procedures. So how can you get them ready before they are going to have a substitute teacher so that they get those tasks completed that you want them to complete while you are gone all right now we are on to number 11 so using computers chromebooks or ipads so any sort of devices and what are you doing with those how are you storing them how do students get them out what exactly should they be doing with those particular devices and then when they're using them if you're instructing are they supposed to close them? What are they supposed to do? So there's a lot of things to think about when it comes to using those devices. All right, number 11. So any sort of lab day. Lab day or a work day or something where they should be able to come into the class. Are they going to come into the class and then just instantly start working? Are you going to be still having a bell ringer or some sort of structure even on those lab days? And then you could also think about what kind of cleanup needs to happen when you do have those lab days. So you could have some extensive, once again, routines, that go along with that and then the final one number 12 is using new tools and equipment so any new tool and equipment do you want them to pass them off with you first so that you know that students can properly use those tools and equipment or what system do you have in place to train them mainly for safety So now that we've got your wheels turning and thinking about those 12 and then how those might look, I want you to think about some questions and you'll probably have to rewind or I guess re-listen to this so that you can listen to those 12 again, but I want you to ask yourself some questions when you are specifically thinking about each one of those routines. So you want to know what does this routine look like for students? So from their perspective, what do you want them to be doing? What does it look like from their perspective? How do you want them to act? What exactly do you want them to do? And be very explicit and clear in that explanation. And then what will happen with students who don't follow the routine is what consequence and try to think of like natural consequences. But That's one place to start with how you're going to handle kind of some classroom discipline um, in helping kids actually learn these routines and follow them. But you will probably have to do some reminding, some other things. So how do you want that to look? And then what does this look for? like for the teacher because inevitably when the students are doing the routine you are also going to be doing the routine and you actually could have two different routines so your students could be working on bell work and that could be when you are taking attendance so there's just some things that you could do that kind of stack on one another and that something that they do might trigger something that you do and something that you do might also trigger something that they do. Okay, so now I'm also going to talk a little bit about how and when you will teach this, these procedures and routines. So there was a question that was brought up in a Facebook group that I'm in and it was specifically geared towards secondary teachers. And someone had asked, how do you present your routines? So I think there, there's definitely A couple of different ways to do it and I'm gonna go on a limb here and I'm gonna say that there's probably a right way and a wrong way to do it okay wrong way would be you're gonna list all of your policies routines and procedures that day that you do your syllabus and you're just gonna go over them and then you're done so That's like typically like the traditional way that I've seen a lot of secondary teachers do it. Okay, now what I would say is probably the right way is how elementary school teachers do it. They drill in their procedures, but they don't just do it like willy-nilly or haphazardly. They do it when the time is upon them. So for example, if you're teaching students how to turn in assignments, it doesn't make sense for you to go over how to turn in an assignment if they're not turning in an assignment. They're not going to remember it because it's not relevant to them in that moment. But the other great thing that elementary school teachers do is they repeat it several times. So for the first five times that students are turning in assignments, you're going to go over that routine over and over and over again, because they are going to learn from repetition and they might not be paying attention totally for those first few times. There's still going to be questions. There's still going to be things that they don't catch and they don't do right. So just have patience with them. and know that it's going to take several times, but as you are introducing these, make sure that it makes sense to the students. Because once again, if it doesn't make sense and the timing's all off on it, then they're just gonna get bored and they're not gonna remember. And then they're gonna ask you a million bazillion questions when that time does come and they're absent. So um, let's review. I'm gonna go over the 12 again, uh, just to get you thinking about, and I know 12 is a lot. So if you are not ready to take on these 12, Your assignment is to think about two of these from this list that you can develop and you can answer those questions as far as what does it look like for students, what will it look like if a student doesn't follow the routine or procedure, and then what does it look like for the teacher. So here's 12, but you need to choose two. So entering the classroom, moving about during class, class dismissal, use of hall pass, tardy absent work, turning in assignments, getting help during independent cooperative work time, substitute or guest teacher, using computer Chromebooks or iPads or any devices, lab day, and using new tools and equipment. I love to see what you guys are doing in your classrooms. So when you complete this assignment of coming up with two different routines as you are teaching students or as you're planning them, feel free to tag me on Instagram so that I can see the great things that you're doing for your students. So it's at Kristen Massick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. And be sure to share this podcast episode with anyone who needs some help or is getting started with the school year this year and wants to really get their routines and their systems ready to go so they can have a successful school year. Until next week.